It is yet another edition of What's Involved. My special guest uh, at this time, Grant Smee. Good, good, good day to you. Let's say that because everything's all, times are still all mixed up for me. Good day to you, Grant. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Thank you, David. Good, good. Um, Grant is the founder of a company called Epic South Africa. We'll find out a bit more about that. And uh, also the MD of Only Realty. Is one business not enough? No, um, I think uh, uh, one focus, property is, is enough. And then, um, you know, property offers so many opportunities that I've uh, sort of expanded my, my reach into that space. Wonderful stuff. Um, property, and we're going to be talking quite a lot about property during the course of our discussion. It fascinates and terrifies me, and we're going to get into that. But first and foremost, tell me a little bit about Grant. Um, where, where were you born, raised, school, that kind of thing? How did you end up where you are? Um, yeah, so uh, I grew up in the East Rand, so Boxburg by the sea, um, and uh, for the first 22 years of my life was out there. Um, went to school at Boxburg High, um, so so everything was really around the East Rand, uh, and then um, went to Randolph County University, or now University of Johannesburg, uh, to study accounting, and uh, spent uh, five years of doing a three-year degree. And at the end of that period, um, decided to follow uh, what was my career of choice at that time to be a chartered accountant. So I started my articles. Um, and three months into articles, I decided that's not what I want to do at all. And I booked a ticket to the UK and flew out to uh, London and spent just short of 10 years out in, in London working initially in finance. Um, but after spending three years in the UK, I decided to get into property. Um, so I did a property course and then started investing in property, opened a property business, a, a services business. And that was really the start. That was 2005 now, so uh, 15 years ago. And um, came back to South Africa to have start our family in 2010 and continued down the route of, of expanding the, both the property investment side as well as the property services side within, uh, within South Africa. So that's where Only Realty and, and Epic came from. Fantastic stuff. And, a, and a, 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 a sort of East Rand boy around the corner from me. I was born and bred and grew up in Benoni. So Benoni, Boxburg, okay. you know, pretty much of a muchness. Yeah, old um, folks, old folks. And it's amazing to me how many people, you know, everybody jokes about the East Rand, but how many people uh, from the East Rand have, have gone on to have very successful careers? They've um, either be, been in radio, television, whatever the case may be. So I think I think there's a lot to be said for the East End and people coming from there. Um, Grant, get, okay. I think we we do a lot to get out of the East End sometimes as well. So it's it's one of the two. <laughs> uh, it'll always have a special place in my heart. Yeah. Um, Grant, two companies, um, same focus as you mentioned earlier on, and that that is. Uh, property which which ones did you start first the only realty or, or um epic south africa so only realty uh is a business i got involved in first um it was uh, a franchise when, when we got back from from the uk i invested in a franchise group um called only rentals at the time and uh quite quickly saw that they needed assistance at the head office level in terms of expanding this business so i got involved so as a, first as a franchisee then as a um as a partner in the head office about six months later. Um, and so that was the first business and that, that's a estate agency business, um, primarily focused on, on investors and, and property management, um, but also has the traditional um, sales arm um, to it, which, we, which I added later once I took over uh, full ownership of the head office a couple of years later. 
Okay. So, so that one is, is as you said, it's and it's it's mainly um, you deal mainly in um, residential properties. Am I correct? That's right. Yeah. So, for, uh, and and that's a strength that I've had, and, and my focus has been for the last fifteen years has been residential properties. So we really sort of have stuck to our our strengths um, as much as possible. All right, and then uh, tell me a little bit. Uh, we'll we'll obviously get into more of this stuff a little more in depth as we as we go through our chat, but. Tell me a little bit about Epic South Africa now. What is that and how did that come about? Yeah, so um, I, I referred to doing a sort of education property investment in 2005. And, and you know, you come from an accounting space and, and accountants are very sort of, um, uh, they live in a, bo- in a box and they sort of framed and you have a very clear journey. You've got to travel um, to to expand your career and, and, and advance. And then deciding to go into a, a completely different space, I felt, you know, I needed to to make sure that I had all the information. So I, I went through an education process. I, I went to an education tra- or a property training company and did the training with them in, in the UK. Um, and then 2013, I think, they expanded out into South Africa. So I, I got involved with them. They needed people that had experience in property and could um, uh, teach South African property and how it works. And so I got involved with them as a coach and a speaker. What they were, where they felt they were falling short was that they were doing a lot of education, but then there was no support beyond the education process. So guys were coming in and spending three, six months with with the company and then moving on and then just didn't have anybody around them to help. And, and as most people that know in, in entrepreneurship, you know, it's a really lonely journey. So so the company said to me, well, um, let's, let's create a support platform. So once they leave the education side, they get into a space where they join a community, which was epic. So Epic initially was created as a, a entrepreneur and property investor community for these students coming out of this education process. And that's since expanded into more more education and support and um, content. And you know, I'm trying to expand it. And, and um, if you see our logo, it says health, wealth and health, health, wealth and mindset. So so I try and have those, those, um, those three pillars and, and provide it to our, our members so that they not only are focused on, on creation of wealth through property and business, but also they can, they they look after their health, they look after mindset, um, because I think all those things work together um, to create a successful entrepreneur. Wonderful stuff, and and I, I think what you're doing is is fantastic, and I think it's it's very much needed because I remember many many years ago, um, old Robert Kiyosaki. Um, came up with the whole rich dad, poor dad concept. And, and part of that was obviously investing in property. Um, if you read the book in those days, it was great if uh, you were based in the United States. In South Africa, not not so good, um, particularly if you, you battle to understand, you know, the way things worked in South Africa. Um, so I think what you're doing is, is, is brilliant. When we come back, though, what I'd like to do is I'd, I'd like to talk a little bit more about Epic South Africa. And, and, and when you talk about training, how do you how does it start where does it start so when we come back we'll talk uh, more about that my special guest is grant smee founder of epic south africa and md of only realty uh, it is what's involved we'll be back in just a bit and we're back my special guest is grant smee as i mentioned the founder of epic south africa and the md of only realty so epic south africa grant if i if i, if I may let's just chat about that for a little bit yeah. um you, you mentioned there it's wealth, health, mindset. Um, you've got a great website. We'll talk about the website later on. Um, but, but, you know, 
you you say here i mean you've got over as one of the one of the, the little blurbs i saw you've got over the 1600 students what do you teach and, and how do you teach it i mean you know where, where do we start off and who who is this targeted at that's many questions so yeah. answer them one at a time i think cool. <laughs> So, so um, how, how do we teach it initially and, and um, pre, pre-lockdown, obviously, it was in, in, in room, in classroom, in conference center, trainings over two days, um, one or two days, so depending on, on the course and the course content. Um, what we started looking at um, even before lockdown came, but has, has sort of um, accelerated that process, was taking it more digital. So we do have the courses that are recorded, people can access them. Um, you know, digitally and, and sit through in their own time and go through the content. And it's all done um, sort of Zoom style where, where we have the the, uh, the expert trainer and it's all expert led. So I do want to say this is that it's important for me that when we have guys training, they're not just theoretical trainers, but they're guys that have, um, if they're property developers, they've, they've developed property, they've got their hands dirty, they've made mistakes and they can share those, those experiences. So uh, it's it's digital content provided by um, by our trainers um, to to the students. Um, so yeah, so that's the, the the how we deliver it. How do you get started? Is literally joining the community and just following. Because what what I've done is is I've tried to try and provide as much free um, startup information as possible. Because you know property is one of those things that that it, everybody aspires to it, or a lot of people aspire to it. But once you start getting into it, you just realize, you know, maybe this isn't for me. And what I don't want to do is have people invest um, thousands of rands into training when they when they haven't actually figured out that it's for them yet. So so I have um, uh, free content on our YouTube channel and um, we provide podcasts and there's um, little, uh, uh, we call them Epic Minutes, Epic Minutes go out regularly to guys via Instagram profile so that people start um, uh digesting the content and understanding whether it's actually something they want to experience and, and do and then they can come to us and do the training beyond that if they are more serious and more sure about where they're going yeah because that's that's one of the things you know i mean the the, the concept of of um owning property and investing in property in order to to build wealth is is yeah. one that that's absolutely fascinating but often you know you don't know where to start because you know the the the, the traditional thoughts is um, you know, you kind of go to school, go to varsity, do whatever you do, get married, 2.4 kids, and then and have a home. But to invest yes. in, in, in properties, um, you know, when I was talking to somebody about this a little while ago, they went, oh, yeah, but that's only for the rich. Is it? Yeah. Is it only for the rich? So, so look, it's 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 not a cheap it's not a cheap uh, journey. Um, that's for sure. You know, it is capital intensive. There's no doubt about that. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be your own money. So you talk about Robert Kiyosaki, and we do use a lot of his concept because he's he it's it's not unique the concept he's created it's just how he frames and has been done very well so it's understandable to everybody but other people's money is something that we do advocate a lot we speak about a lot but it's got to be done safely and properly and and with um, other people's risk profiles uh, considered and providing them with good returns so so you can get into it by simply um, uh, finding good deals and expanding uh, get, offering people returns. But it's got to be done properly. So it's not just for the for the rich. It's for, but what I, what I do want to say is it's for people who realise that it's not a get rich quick scheme. It's not something going to become wealthy, um, you know, overnight in or in fact probably in five years. You know, it is really a, a wealth generative tool that you build over over years, um, if not decades. 
Okay, so so that's the important bit. I mean, investing yeah. in property because I know there, there there are people that that are out there that are talking about um, flipping properties. That they yes. they'll go out and and they'll they'll find this this, this property that's got a lot of potential or whatever, yeah. and then in they go, do the whole thing up, flip it, and they make it sound incredibly easy and incredibly attractive. And yeah. I don't believe it is incredibly yeah. easy. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a few things there. There's, um, you know, it's, it's a high-risk strategy. Um, you need to know what you're doing. Um, it's important that you've got the, the right builds team. So if you're getting started, it's certainly probably one of the riskier ways to go um, when you're getting started in property. It certainly can make make you money. But, you know, I haven't seen somebody who's who's built a massive portfolio um, easily or, or a lot of people build massive portfolios by starting and, 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 and flipping these properties and building. It's really more that slow burn. So, Maybe you flip a property, take capital, you invest it into a um, property that's providing a rental return, and over time that will build, and that's where your your um, your wealth is generated. So yeah, flipping properties is certainly an option, but it is definitely risky. You know, it's it's development on existing properties essentially. All right. So now t- take me through a little bit about you know if if I've now come across um, this 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 website of yours, um, yes. and I'm having a look, and I go, okay. Um, I, I, I might be interested in this. Obviously, we, we're going to give out email addresses later on. Yeah. But can you start as an absolute novice? I mean, can somebody, um, you know, who thinks, look, I might want to get into this. Is, is there any barriers to entry? That's what I'm asking. So barriers to entry? No. no. I mean, and that's where I've really tried to to clarify people or, or sort of put a position in with people that there's this free content. And the free content isn't. Um, uh, you know, I'll give you something and then I'm going to sell you something. It's really saying, well, here is a starting starting point for you and um, go, through, go through the information. And if you then decide you want to move forward and you need support and training and community and, and maybe potentially coaching, we have those then, those then options that you can take on with, with us. But you can get started just with the information that you provided. Um, but I always suggest that you, you, if you do get started, whether it's with us or somebody else, that you make sure that you have somebody, particularly when you're getting started, somebody walking that journey with you. So somebody that's experienced this border property that understands, um, you know, the costs involved, the potential pitfalls. Um, so if that's somebody that you know, a relative, a friend, um, just have somebody there with you when you're getting started. Okay, makes all all of this all of this makes a whole bunch of sense. Um, business, I assume, was was fairly good up until a couple of months ago. Uh, from every point of view, yeah, I mean, yes, it, it was good, and and to be honest, it's um, it, it's still in, in the, the sort of really young startup. It's not a startup, but it's a startup phase. I mean, the business itself is only two and a half years old. Um, the the educational component only came in last year, so we're still sort of figuring out um, really the 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 um, high demand content and and everything else. But it's. I don't want to say it's a side project for me because it's not something that I rely on for an income right now. It's something that I've I've started building and, and I intend to co- continue building to make sure that there's a business that can support both entrepreneurs and um, property investors as they go through their journey. So, um, you know, I'm working with a, a, a lady called Carabo on building um, entrepreneur courses um, and, and a boot camp to start, get entrepreneurs started because so many people particularly now because of lockdown, are in a position where they, they don't have jobs, they don't have an income, and, and, and they don't go. So we, you know, I'm trying to make sure that, that we have this re, this community and the support platform that can really help build people. And I'm quite focused on, on um, growing and creation, uh, but helping people grow things and create 
um, businesses to help their um, financial well-being um, and take control really is, is the big thing that I want people to do. I think I think that's that's brilliant. And hearing you talk, I mean, you know, I've I've run businesses uh, over the years myself, and you're right. I mean, you mentioned it earlier on that the, the journey of an entrepreneur is is a very lonely one often. Um, and also, you know, one of the things I, you know I, I refer back to this often is, you know, growing up, you know, I, I I wanted to do a couple of things, and then I didn't know what I wanted to be when I was big, um, yeah. and all of those things, but. You know, working for a boss was just, it didn't, that wasn't an option for me. But I was never taught, and, and there was no such thing as an entrepreneur school when, when I was going through this. And if I think back, there's a lot of very hard lessons I've learned, which may have been, I could, maybe I could have avoided those if, uh, if there'd been something like this. And, and I think, um, because if I understand you correctly, the, 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 um, Epic South Africa is not just property investing. It's also for ent- entrepreneurs. Am I right? That's right. Yeah. So, so you know, I, I headed down, fully down this property route, but quite quickly realized that um, the asset that I was focused on, the asset class I was focused on was property. But you can focus on other asset classes uh, and your commodity can be different. But the reality is I'm still going down a, a, a entrepreneurial route. Just property is my, the thing that I, I enjoy. But it doesn't stop the, me using my experiences building a, a property investment business and, and property uh, services businesses to, to to share that with somebody that's maybe starting a, I don't know a car service business or selling cars or or you know I don't know um, any any service or any any uh, business that's that's selling goods. Um, it's the same. It's the same sort of experiences. I don't need to give industry knowledge, but I can certainly give the uh, share the pains and the mistakes and the and the areas of my ways to help make sure that somebody doesn't repeat those in their other businesses. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Um, when we come back, uh, we are just, by the way, chatting to uh, Grant Smee, who is the founder of Epic South Africa. Uh, he's also the MD of Only Realty. When we come back, uh, I want to chat a bit about property markets and what's happened in COVID-19. We'll talk about that when we come back. What's involved? It is... And we're back. My special guest is Grant Smee, founder of Epic South Africa, as well as the MD of Only Realty. Just before the break, Grant, uh, we, we were talking and I, and I mentioned uh, I wanted to find out about the real estate business. And, and with COVID-19 and lockdown, um, has that affected you guys at Only Realty? And, and in, in what ways has it affected you guys? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, I think I don't think there was any any industry that was that came um, out the other side unscathed uh, to a degree. Maybe if you had a mask business, uh, you might be better off than everybody else. But but outside of that, um, you know, from our perspective, we certainly saw a decline in our in our rental receipts. So the, the tenants being able to pay, um, and it, it was and it sort of sat with the national average, which was from some of the stats we saw. About seventy percent of our tenants were able to pay their rental, uh, with thirty percent um, not not making payments or making partial payments. Um, and that still accounts for the, the usual uh, 7 to 8% who just don't pay it. So there's those problem tenants anyway. So we probably had about a 22% decline in our over, uh, our normal pay rate um, month on month. And and that was um, the end of May. End of April wasn't too bad. So end of April uh, wasn't too bad. Then end of May was a little bit worse. But I think, um, you know, and, and then obviously sales um, stalled entirely. So a lot of our, our sales got stuck at the deeds office level or in conveyancing, but that's now starting to process as those um, offices open up. Um, 
but yeah, so but I must I must be honest, I was quite proud of our of our group because um there was a justification of our business model um which uh you know I think sometimes you question quick when you when you're running down a, a highway of, of business day to day business in when things are normal, um you, you sort of potentially have some self-doubt sometimes about the business model and are we really achieving things we want to be achieving. But then when you go through a, pre- a period like this where it's really tough for a lot of industries and there's businesses closing their doors left, right and centre, our teams um, still maintained and sustained themselves. We had one or two of the officers that had record months in May um, in spite of things. So so it was almost, a, for us, uh, we did have a decline, but it also was a justification of our business model, which is great. That that certainly is uh, is good news. As I mentioned earlier, I mean, my mom has been trying to sell her house, and just before um, before this lockdown was put uh, put in place, she had a, a buyer. There was an offer to purchase. Uh, the whole bank shoot, and suddenly COVID nineteen happened, and all of that went by the wayside. Fortunately, um, as you say, things are, are are sort of opening up and speeding up again. So um, that that process has now been uh, uh, sorted out for her at least. But now. You, you guys, only Realty, you've got branches across the country. That's right. Yeah, we've got 21 offices around the country um, and 21 franchises uh, in all the major major towns. So we've got uh, two offices in, in Cape Town or, or the Cape Town, Great Cape Town area. Um, most of our offices are, are based in Joburg. Um, so uh, we've got in, in the East Rand of Manoni, um, all the way up to Ra- uh, Ramburg, Grand Park Ridge um, in, in um, uh, Four Ways as well. And then uh, Nelspreet, uh, Port Elizabeth, Bloemfontein, um, we have offices as well. And then um, Belito, Richards Bay, and uh, Pinetown, Hillcrest. So so we're pretty, pretty spread across the country. Right. And then you guys, as you mentioned earlier on, you, you're not just uh, a, a, an estate agent in terms of selling houses for people. You, you guys also handle the rental aspect of it? Yeah, so that's that's our absolute core. And, and again, um, you know, because of my property investment focus, um, that was always the focus of the business was was being a business that could could help um, landlords or property investors manage their properties more efficiently, try and do things differently with a focus on on their needs. And I took took the the position that that I understand, and I always understood what I needed to to get from somebody who's managing my properties. We try and apply that across the business. And one of the things we we do consistently, and it's um, is is this uh, process of of revaluation and and improvements, so incremental improvements. So our team uh, and our head office team spend a lot of time looking at our processes around management and how we deal with tenants and how we do viewings, and and we try and just make um, incremental improvements all the time. So our team uh, our team conversations are always what what can we do better? How do we do them better? So that's the focus. So it really is around. Um, Managing a property, making sure that that landlords or property investors um, earn earn the most return out of the money that we can achieve through managing a property efficiently. Now, does this include things like, and, and I mean, this is maybe a bit of a curveball because nobody saw Corona coming, but yeah. um, renegotiating with landlords on on you know sort of go to the go to the 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 the, the, the person who's who's leasing or renting the property. Um, they go, listen, we can't pay. And then, you know, do, do you act as sort of a mediator there? Because I know in, in, in uh, commercial properties, um, very often, you know, there's, there's those guys. Um, I chatted, in fact, the other day, I chatted to John Jack from Galetti. Um, yeah. And he was saying they then would negotiate um, either as the, as the um, organization renting the property or, 
you know, they would represent the landlord so that there's, you don't get this, you know, when somebody's upset, suddenly you wake up and they're gone kind of thing. Uh, is that similar to what you do? Exactly the same. So fortunately, we've got some really good um, uh, industry assistance. Um, so TPN, Michelle Dickens um, and her team, they they quite quickly with the, the advent of the lockdown in association with uh, attorneys, um, SSLR Incorporated, came up with a really good structure to help us as a team approach our tenants and landlords and renegotiate um, uh, situations where tenants, for example, lost their jobs or, or their income declined and they couldn't make payments. So so we quite quickly, um, from from our industry perspective, got guidance on that from from TPN and SSLR, and we apply that. And and, and yeah, so we are the go between. We we um, are are the middleman between the landlord and tenants. And really, the the idea for us is that that our landlord shouldn't have to engage with our tenant, and our tenant shouldn't have to directly engage with our landlord. We are there to facilitate that relationship and make sure that it works out as smoothly as possible. And the key. Key to that ultimately is communication. So that that's and, and that's the biggest thing is is making sure there's very clear lines of communication with both tenant and landlord, so everybody knows where they stand and where they are. And that's in spite of of a lockdown. That's that's in any situation um, around the property is making sure communication is uh, flows quite freely. I think I think that's that's uh, some some a, a great approach there because I know I've I've got a couple of mates and some of them have got properties and they had properties and. They decided they didn't want to go the agent route and they were going to handle everything themselves. And it really came back to bite them. I mean, one of the properties I know for a fact was absolutely trashed by the people um, that had moved in there. And then they they couldn't kind of get the people out. Uh, which was a bit of a challenge. Now, if you guys are managing something like that, does it make it easier? Yes, I mean um, it doesn't make it easier. I think I think you know it's it's really hard for a, for an agency, um, no matter how good they are, to manage um, human beings. You know, human beings can be um, very difficult at the best of times. So so you know if you get a bad tenant in there, and and sometimes they do slip through the cracks of your checks and balances. Um, you know, it's it's more about how do you resolve it quickly. So so um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with um, uh, individuals managing their own properties. There's certainly people that do it very very well. Um, but our, my view as a property investor was I didn't want to create myself a, an additional job. You know, the whole idea of becoming an entrepreneur was not, not having a job. So if I was going to manage my own properties, then I'm just uh, all I've done is I've moved from corporate into creating a, a job as a landlord. Um, so, so the approach I took from Only Realty was let's let's make sure that that the the we take all those things off of off of a landlord. But from our, our approach is if something does go wrong, is how do we resolve it quickly? And how do we minimize the loss to a landlord in terms of a, a non-paying tenant or somebody who, who damages a property? And those things come through to, again, uh, making sure that we have our deposits in place, that the exit inspections are done correctly, and that we align with the best experts that, that can assist us to get a tenant out if we need to. So, so I spent a lot of time building relationships with the best of industry um, instead of just going with maybe the attorneys or the uh, service providers that offer the best price or anything else. I really spend a lot of time looking for the guys that are that are the best, and, and I feel like only realty we've successfully aligned with with the best, um, certainly attorneys and, and advisors in the industry that can help and assist our landlords. Wonderful stuff. Um, it always seems, and very often when I say to people, we're going to be having a chat and you know, including the music and everything, it's going to be about an hour, and they go, we can never talk for an hour, and I always go. 
Yeah, we can. And it's happened again. We're running out of time. Um, Grant, when we come back, I've got a couple of questions for you, um, but uh, we'll do that and we'll do a wrap up and find out uh, where to next for Grant Perfect. and uh, Epic South Africa, as well as only Realty. It is what's involved. And uh, Grant's me, my special guest. We'll be back in just a bit. And we're back wrapping it up with uh, Grant. So, Grant, first question. In South Africa at this time, in terms of uh, residential properties, is it a buyer's market? Is it a good time to go out and buy a property? So I get asked this question quite a lot um, uh, of late, and, and it's a, sort of a long-winded answer. So so the answer is, is it, it's always a good time to buy property um, if you're taking a long-term view on it, which you really should be. So, so um, if you, at any time that you're in position to look to buy, you should be out in the market looking to to um, buy, uh, buy a property and invest. Um, in terms of where we stand now, it's absolutely going to be a buyer's market for the, for a good part of next 18, 18 months to 24 months, next two years at, at least, at a minimum. Um, and, and I feel that uh, for a few, few things is, is we're all very aware of what lockdown has done to the immediate market, but we're unaware of what's going to happen and what's going to come out of the woodwork in the next six months. And I think there's a lot of people that have managed to maybe use savings or dipped, dipped into reserves that they have to keep their head above water now. But in the next six months, we're really going to see the effects of this, this um, of, of the, firstly the hard lockdown and then also the soft lockdown. So early early next year, we'll start seeing that come out, out everything come out the woodwork, and then we'll, then we'll have discounted properties, more property coming to the market in terms of supply, as well as the uh, affordability of people declining, so there'll be less buyers, and that's going to put us in a very good uh, as a as an investor. Um, put us in a very good position to take advantage of the market then. So, so 18 to 24 month um, buyer's market is what I'm predicting, if not longer. Okay, but now, you know, somebody that's that's in lockdown and, and suddenly you, you go, okay, well, uh, we seem to be fairly okay because I know the, the, the interest rate is now the lowest it's been in, like, I don't know, plenty of years. Yeah. Um, somebody goes, okay, yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we should take the plunge now. Um, is this something where... Um, you would rather advise a little bit of caution to make sure that your income is guaranteed because, I mean, if you lose if you lose a job now and you've just bought a house, it's going to be a problem, isn't it? No, absolutely. So, so if you, you know, if you're going to invest in property, there's, there's a two things here is, is firstly, the interest rate are at an all-time low right now. But that what that says to me immediately is, is although we might have another, another drop, which is being predicted, there's another maybe half basis point drop uh, coming up. The, the interest rates, if they're at an all-time low, they must go up. So if you're making your decision today on the on the low interest rates, you must stress test that and say, well, okay, let's lift interest rates another three, four, five percent to see what is the house property going to perform um, at five percent um, higher interest rates to make sure that in two years' time, if that does happen, that you're you're not um, now feeding the property and putting it in a negative position. And then part two is when you're buying a property, you need to make sure that there's not only one strategy. So although your strategy might be you want to buy buy this property to rent it out um if you do get yourself in trouble and you lose your job and you can't afford to pay any shortfall against that property for whatever reason or in fact you lose your job and 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 you know by um coincidence your your tenant also loses their income then suddenly you've got to pay for example two bonds you need to make sure that there's a second exit strategy in terms of that property so maybe you've bought it at a discount you can you can resell that and break even and, and get your money out or you can rent it out to multiple people, or there's there's something else you can do with it to make sure that it's generating income. Because the reality is the most expensive uh, thing in property is when your property is empty or you've got a tenant that's not paying. 
Um, you know, if that property's not generating income, that can be the most expensive. Um, and without that cash flow, like any business, that'll kill you. So it's a, it's a second exit strategy and stress test your numbers before you even go into the property. Fantastic. Some good advice there. Grant, um, I'd like to, there's a couple of things I'd like to ask uh, my guests before we, before we let them go. So sure. the first thing I'm going to ask you, um, I mean, chatting to you now, it's, it's been a fairly short period of time, but yeah. you can certainly hear that, that you're incredibly passionate about property. You love what yeah. you're doing um, and, and, and you've put in the, 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 the long, hard miles. Um, what is something about Grant that uh, people wouldn't generally know? I'd like to know something about Grant. Just to, you know, what, is, what do people not know about Grant? What do people not know about Grant? Um, so, so extremely passionate about sport. Um, that's one thing that I think people do know, um, but a lot of people don't know that I, I am, for, for my support, maybe it's, it's a good or bad thing, I don't know. Um, I represented England um, at, in touch rugby um, at two World Cups. Um, so, so I am a, an England national or inter, England international touch rugby player, um, which is something not a lot of people know, um, especially living in South Africa. I don't tell too many people that I played for another country, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, of all the things you could have shared, maybe that playing international <laughs> rugby for England idea. wasn't the one. <laughs> no. But I'm sure we'll we'll forgive you for that. Um, Grant, where where next uh, for? Let's start off with only realty. What what is your vision? Where next for that? Yeah, so, so our, our vision with only realty, myself and my partners that that I have, um, are, are to expand the footprint. Um, I, we do feel that we've got a great business model from. Um, our management side and, and looking after landlords and property investors. So our expansion and expanding our footprint with our franchisees. And the fortunate thing for us is our franchisees are, are expanding themselves as well as so they're expanding the areas they're working on. So we've got this organic growth as well as um, we're looking to grow through through taking on new franchises. So so that's the, the sort of focus on our realty side with continuing innovation. So pushing down our costs, making sure that we have the annuity income building, which again, uh, like I mentioned earlier, is a justification of our business model. So, so yeah, we're just really building our footprint as much as possible um, across the country from an annual perspective. Fantastic. Um, Epic South Africa? Because it sounds to me like like while while only realty is is, is the, the foundation of the business, this sounds to me uh, Epic South Africa sounds very much like a passion project. Yeah, I think I think it's actually a passion project, and, and it's, uh, for two reasons: is that I, I don't don't, and it's always uh, you always feel like people aren't doing it well enough. I don't think there's enough support for entrepreneurs in the country yet. Um, I don't think there's enough support for property investors in the country, and I don't think that there the are businesses that are coming come to that space with the right intentions. So uh, a lot of guys are generating their income and their, and making their money from, from supporting entrepreneurs versus coming to a space where they just want to grow and, and build people. And part two is, is my wife and I came back to South Africa because we believed that this was the right space for us to have a family and bring up our children. And I think that what we can do, if we can just contribute to growing and building in the country individually, then it will be a very, very different place. And if I can help people take control of their financial well-being and they're not reliant on on uh, their jobs or, or, in fact, the government to do that, then this country can be a very, very different place if we just start taking control of our own financial situation. Well, those are some very, very wise words. So thank you very much, Grant. Um, it's, it's one of the things I'm so glad to hear you say it because it's one of the reasons behind the show is to grow small, medium, micro enterprises and, and to provide 
entrepreneurs with with just you know a little bit of hope that so we we chat to authors we chat to business people just to say listen we've done it we can do it this is what we're doing um and i hope you know by doing this show that we do we get to 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 contribute in some small way to change in this country so grant me founder of epic south africa as well as md of uh, only realty thank you so much for taking the time out and uh, having a chat to us we wish you all the best if somebody wants to find out um, about uh, Epic South Africa. Where, where's the best place to go for that? So um, you can go to our website, which is epicsouthafrica.com, or drop me an email at um, grants at epicsouthafrica.com, and I'll, I'll come back to you. Okay, so it's epicsouthafrica.com is the one. And then Only Realty, I'm, I'm sure you've got a website for that as well. That's, that's onlyrealty.co.za. And again, my email address for Only Realty is grants at onlyrealty.co.za. There we go. So if you're looking to buy or sell properties, uh, Only Realty certainly sounds like the place to go. If you want to get into uh, the investing side of it, have a chat to Grant um, at uh, Epic South Africa. Grant, Smee, thank you so much. Uh, and we do wish you all the best. Thanks for chatting. Thank you, David. There we go. It wraps it up. Uh, my special guest there, Grant Smee. I'll give you those uh, addresses once again. Um, it's epicsouthafrica.com if you want to find out about that entrepreneur and investing training. Um, and uh, onlyrealty.co.za. Uh, we'll chat to you again soon.